Welcome to the Soul Bodied Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Anna Kinkela. As an entrepreneur, it's easy to get caught up in all the strategies, funnels, mindset hacks, and all the doing. And while strategies are important, success in entrepreneurship ultimately depends on you and how you are being within yourself and in your business. In this space, we explore how to alchemize your internal world and go deeper than mindset. We dive into topics like conscious leadership, embodiment, spirituality, and leading from a place of wholeness and belonging within as you expand into quantum level energetic soul embodiment. Welcome to episode 25 of the Soul Bodied Entrepreneur. This is your host, Anna Kinkela, and I am so excited to be back with all of you after taking a summer hiatus with the podcast. There's been a lot of evolution personally in my realm, and it was really good to just take a pause from creating um, and really just step into and honor the season of transition in my life. And that's actually what we're going to be talking about on the podcast today. I am going to be diving deep into what it really means to up-level in your business and life. Because we see so much conversation about that in the entrepreneurial space, right? Like how to up-level your business and life, how to shift into the next energetic container. And I talk a lot about that in my posts and what I create because that is what I help a lot of women do in their business and life, shift the energy from where they are and really help them step into their future self. One of the things that I don't see being talked about a lot in the space is, you know, what is the shadow aspect of up-leveling and shifting your energetic container? I think this is something that's really important to talk about and something that I wasn't completely prepared for myself. Um, It's like I knew that it was going to happen, but I wasn't fully anticipating the level at which the shadow parts would come up in this transition space. So I think it's important to talk about because so much can come up in this transition that will make you doubt and be in a place of fear of where you are going. And I want to make sure that this process is actually normalized as an integral part of the up-leveling process. In other words, that this in between space is actually crucial for you anchoring in the future self in your body and in your external environment. So before we dive into the particulars of how to really navigate this transition period and this up level in your business and life, I do want to provide some context to the conversation and give you an idea of what's been happening for me personally and in my business, because I think it can be so helpful for A, laying the foundation for the conversation and hopefully helping you relate in some way um, to, you know, what I'm talking about in this episode. So for you, the up level is going to look very different, but I think regardless of what 
each one of our different up levels looks like um, a lot of the blueprint is the same. In other words, a lot of what's happening for us on a macro level is going to be the same. So I want to provide the context and then I can really dive in deeper to um, making some suggestions on how you can really navigate this space um, in a way that helps you continue to move towards your goals, to move towards the future self that you are becoming. For those of you that don't know me, here's a brief little synopsis of where I was, what's been happening in life and business prior to this huge transition. So I quit my full-time job as a trauma therapist two years ago, and I stepped into entrepreneurship full-time. I had been living in Colorado for most of my life, um, off and on, um, and I was in a long-term partnership. Um, We had been together for about four years. And so after I quit my full-time job and stepped into entrepreneurship, was living in Colorado, building my business, all the good things, and... Um, last year, I really started to feel this desire to move somewhere. I am someone who, like, I love the ocean, I love the sea, I love water, any type of water. And um, last year, I ended up going home to Croatia. That's where I'm originally from. And I was with my mother. Um, by the sea for about two weeks. And while I was there, one of the things that I realized that I always knew, but that I fully realized was how effortless it was to create while I was by the sea, how peaceful I felt. Um, And that there was something just so nourishing to my body, soul and mind when I was there. And after I came back, to Colorado, I really felt this huge disconnect with where I was living. My body was not feeling the same in the space. Um, There was just all of these things that didn't feel very nourishing to my soul. And through the next year, I was basically sitting with the question of, you know, what does this mean? Where am I moving to? Does this mean that my partnership is ending? Is he moving with me? You know, what you know, what's going to happen here? And through lots of ups and downs, tearful conversations, you know, sessions with my coach, um, journaling, all of that, I finally arrived at the space where I knew I had to move. And I wasn't at that point, I wasn't really sure what was going to happen with my relationship, but I knew I had to move. In this period of time, I also had a lot of powerful spiritual experiences which I actually want to do a separate podcast episode on because it's a lot to go into within this context. However, needless to say that through my meditation experiences, one of the messages that I received from the universe was that I was uh, meant to move to Costa Rica. And mind you, I have never been to Costa Rica. Costa Rica has been on my radar for a while, not necessarily to move there, but just because it was a place that I wanted to explore. And I was getting these messages that I needed to move there all of a sudden. And, you know, 
imagine my human self in this space being very shocked and wondering how the heck am I going to do this because, you know, I don't speak Spanish. I've never been to Costa Rica and, you know, I have no concept of what it means to live there. So I ended up getting so many of these messages that were so consistent that I couldn't ignore it anymore. And I told my partner about it and I essentially said, hey, like, this is what I'm being guided to do. I don't know why. I don't know what's waiting there for me. But this is what, you know, I think I'm going to do. And in the end, what ended up happening is that me and my partner ended the relationship because even though we cared for it and loved each other a lot, it became very evident that we were on two different paths and they were not flowing together anymore. So earlier this year, I ended my relationship of four years and I decided to move to Costa Rica. So I sold all of my things. I let go of my second business. I was in private practice as a psychotherapist in addition to my coaching business. And I just picked a place in Costa Rica and decided I was going to move there in August when my lease ended. So there was this long drawn out period where me and my partner were broken up and we were living in the same place. And, you know, it wasn't it wasn't bad, like we were getting along really well, nothing like that. But it was just this space of being in the in between. Right. I'd already made the decision. I'd already taken some action steps. And now I was in this space where even though I had made those decisions and taken those action steps, I was still living in the same reality, like my past reality. And my human self was like, okay, like I just need to make friends with this in-between space, learn what I need to learn in this space. And then once I transition, you know, things will fall into place. It'll feel quote unquote better. But once I got to Costa Rica, which was at the very beginning of August, um, one of the things that hit me right after I got there was just like so much doubt, so much fear. Um, there was just a lot of sadness and a lot of mourning that was happening that I wasn't fully conscious of at the time that was manifesting more as like avoidance and just, you know, nothing feels right. Everything is so off. I'm not feeling like myself. Right. And I really saw myself getting stuck in the spiral where I was attaching to my thoughts and emotions so much that I wasn't able to see the bigger picture. And, you know, I'm, I'm a human being. This happens to me all the time. And it hadn't happened to me at this level for like years. Usually I can be in a spiral and I'm maybe there for like a day or two, but then I can tap into the larger picture, tap into the highest self and really get that larger perspective and shift out of the energy. But this was sticking around and it felt like I could not move it. And of course, my ego mind was taking over and telling me stories like, you know, well, your intuition was wrong. What did you do? Did you just burn down your entire life and move to a foreign country? And now this was actually the wrong thing to do. Right. And so I was freaking out on all these different levels and really doubting my own internal guidance system. And it was just like this endless spiral. And 
I felt like I was at the very beginning of my business journey again. I felt like I was just quitting my job, taking this huge leap, and really doubting everything about myself and everything about what I wanted to create in the world. And that's a really hard place to be in as an entrepreneur, right? Because it is literally the thing that is driving you forward. It's what's pulling you forward. And I had such a strong connection to my vision for the past two years. And it was literally everything that drove the actions in my business, how I showed up in my business. And I often talk about this with entrepreneurs, right? You really have to be connected with your vision in order to move forward. Because if you lose sight of your vision, you're going to fall down the rabbit hole. So it's so imperative to connect with the energy of your vision, with the energy of your business, and always have a pulse on that because it is what is pulling you forward. So here I was in another country, like right by the beach, in circumstances that, you know, if someone had told me two years ago that I would be moving to Costa Rica and be living right by the beach, I would have been like, that's freaking amazing that like all my dreams are coming true, right? All of that. And here I was like really miserable, really disconnected and not anchored in my own vision and in my own dreams. And as an entrepreneur, This is a really scary space to be in because the reason you get into entrepreneurship is that you have this big vision, you have this big dream, you have this specific purpose that you're going after. And to feel disconnected from it, to feel like, oh, I sacrificed all of these things, I let go of all of these things to be able to anchor into my dream even more. And now I'm here and it's feeling worse than ever is a hard place to navigate within yourself. And this is the reason I'm talking about it on the podcast, because I think this happens to each and every entrepreneur, regardless of what the shift is, right? You don't need to necessarily be leaving your four-year relationship or moving to another country, but we experience these up levels in all different ways, and yet they feel the same way, right? And the reason they feel the same way is because You are literally letting go of identities in your life that have kept you safe, that have kept you comfortable for a long time. So for me, it meant letting go of the identity of being someone's girlfriend. It meant letting go of the identity of being um, someone who lives in Colorado. It meant letting go of the identity of therapist in many ways because I let that part of my business go. There was so much identity stripping that was happening. And even though the things that I was letting go of was very much in alignment with my soul, my human self was losing the safety it had gotten used to, right? The places that I used to go to the grocery store, go have lunch, the people, right? Everything that my ego had found safety in. I was literally tossing out the window and putting myself in a completely different environment. So regardless of what your up level or energetic shift looks like, whether you're leaving your nine to five job, or maybe you're deciding to shift the entire course of your business and letting go of everything that you've known before, like burning down the house, so to speak, you are diffusing from different parts of your identity that anchored you in for a long time. 
And we all have this, right? We all have identities that keep us safe in some way, ways that we identify that really anchor us into understanding who we are. And as human beings, that's something that a lot of us need, right? All of us need to a certain level. But what happens when you're in entrepreneurship is that in order for you to actually step into your next energetic container, in order for you to truly up-level in your business and align who you are with who you are becoming, you are going to have to let go of a lot of identities that have kept you safe. And it's going to result in this huge chasm that you're going to feel in the transition space. So I'm a very visual person, and this is how I visualize it in my own head. If you think about, you know, your past self, you can think about yourself, you can even picture like a stick figure in a certain box, right? Because each one of us in one way or another lives in some type of box. And the boxes, the paradigms that we live from, right? Our environment, our circumstances, all of that. And when you are transitioning to the future self, it's you're walking into another box, you're walking into another portal, opening another door. And in order to actually step through that door, you have to step into this in-between space, this empty space that is the transition part. That's you actually learning how to be in this future self paradigm, in this future self portal. So you don't just seamlessly transition from one energetic space to another. No, it's like your body, your whole system has to catch up to understanding, learning, and grounding into the next portal that you're walking into. And we don't ever talk about this space. We just talk about like the rosy, beautiful things that happen in the new portal, which is very true, like there's beautiful things waiting for you there. But there's so much that happens in this in between space where I actually see a lot of entrepreneurs quitting on themselves and on their business in this space because they don't recognize that this is a normal part of the process. Like the transition, the low, the shadow part needs to happen here in order for you to learn how to walk in the shoes of the woman that you are becoming. But most people get so stuck in their human experience that they're not really able to see the larger picture, right? They're not able to understand that this period of time is meant to be here so that you can learn how to inhabit this other energetic container. You can't walk before you know how to crawl, right? There's a process and there's a reason for that process, it has to anchor into your whole energetic system. You can't one day go from like zero to a hundred. It happens gradually over time. And the shadows, the challenges that come up, the places where you doubt yourself, the places of fear are the exact things that you need to look at and you need to sit with within yourself and learn how to alchemize within you in order for you to really anchor in the woman that you are becoming. And that woman is already within you, right? Like this isn't something you're pulling from outside of yourself, but it's just that you are actually upgrading your energetic system, shedding a layer, and then learning how to hold the energetic frequency of this woman. So whenever you shed a layer, whenever you let go of something, whenever you take that courageous act, 
it's like that new energy, that new vibration is still a little bit fuzzy, right? It's coming in, you're kind of feeling it, but then all this other shit shows up and it's your job to learn to root into this new vibration and for you to learn to hold this vibration. So I want to talk about how you can anchor in this energy of expansion within yourself and also just recognize the fact that we are constantly in some type of in-between space. Like there's micro and macro in-between spaces that are helping you anchor in different energies. And this is especially important if you're doing some kind of macro transition. In other words, if you're like really burning down the house, um, because this transition space is going to show up for you big time. And it's super important for you to learn how to anchor this in. The first thing to know that when you're in this transition and between space, that the energy, a lot of the energy is going to be in the upper chakras. And really, that's because, you know, you are processing everything that's happening. Um, If the doubt and fear is coming up, you might be creating meaning out of it. So a lot of the energy is up in the head. And what's happening in the first three chakra centers energetically is that it kicks you into a kind of survival response, right? So when we're feeling unsafe, when we're not feeling grounded in our current surroundings, which will inevitably happen when you're up-leveling because you're leaving behind all these identities and your body then doesn't feel safe because you're in unfamiliar territory, right? Your lower three chakras are going to be in survival mode, right? Because you're experiencing fear in unfamiliar settings. So there's going to be a flight, fight, or freeze response that's happening. And the energy is going to shift up into the head because the ego typically wants to rationalize, wants to understand, wants to plan, wants to create some sense of safety, kind of grapple onto whatever it can to help it feel safe again. So this is where we try to rationalize, where we create meaning, where we try to understand. And really, it's all about learning how to create safety in the first three chakra centers to help us shift out of the survival mode to help our body feel safe again. So this is one of the core things that you know you need to understand in the process is we're really focusing on the first three chakras to help find rooting, to help find grounding, to help find safety again. And to really do everything that you can to get out of your head because no amount of rationalization, no amount of thinking is going to help you feel safe. You're just going to dig yourself deeper into the spiral, dig yourself deeper into the hole, and you just need to get into your body, which is why embodied movement, taking a lot of time for yourself to really find safety in the body through like yoga or through putting your feet in the earth and just focusing on breathing in the earth energy into your body, using crystals that support the first three energy centers, doing all of those things that you know is going to really open up the root and stabilize the root chakra is so, so crucial in this space. And it's something that you practice every single day because it takes our body a little bit of time to catch up with everything that's happening, with all the changes that are happening. So really give yourself grace, give yourself space here, and give yourself a lot of nurturing. You know, the root chakra is about nurturing. 
And it's actually about learning how to nurture yourself. So it's not about finding things external to you to nurture you. It's actually about finding nurturing within yourself. And how do I give myself nurturance? How do I love myself more? How do I care for myself more? I often actually tap into earth mama energy in this space. And I envision myself being held by mother earth in the womb of the earth. And I allow myself to bask in the sensations of what that feels like in my body. This is super, super powerful for your nervous system, right? I always talk about your thoughts are powerful. Your visualizations are powerful. So if you can envision yourself there, if you can envision yourself receiving nurturance, your body is going to feel it too. And that soothes the nervous system. It soothes the flight or flight response in your system and really helps to reprogram what is going on in your body right now in this transition space. Because you are not going to be feeling safe and there's going to be a lot of difficult emotions rising to the surface, right? Thoughts that um, you're going to want to avoid because that's the human response, right? We don't want to feel uncomfortable things. One of the things that's going to pop up as a result is that avoidance is going to increase, right? So the things that you typically use to avoid, like maybe it's TV, maybe it's alcohol, maybe it's food, um, maybe it's exercise, really kind of think about how do I typically avoid when uncomfortable things are rising to the surface? Those things are going to increase considerably in this space. And I really want to encourage you, I'm not saying eliminate avoidance because some degree of that is going to happen and that's okay. Like sometimes we need to give our mind a break. Sometimes we need to check out to just give our system a break. And also when you avoid all the time, you're not tuning into your internal experience. You're not accessing the highest self. You're just you know, numbing yourself and avoiding everything that's showing up, which is actually stalling your process. It's stalling you being able to work through something. So yeah, keep some avoidance things on board if that's what feels good to you. If you need to watch a couple of Netflix shows to help alleviate what's happening and also really maintain your spiritual practice. So make sure that you are still tuning in on some level. One of the things that has really saved me in this space is, you know, still being in tune with my spiritual practice, creating space for my spiritual practice. And this is going to look different every day, right? It doesn't have to look the same. You don't have to like sit down and do 10 minutes of meditation every day or an hour of meditation or whatever, but some type of spiritual practice that connects you with the highest self. You could go into nature, you can chant, um, you can journal with the highest self, you can do an hour long practice um, in the quantum realm, which is what I do. And really allow yourself to tune in what kind of spiritual practice would feel good for me today, what's going to help me tune into my highest self today, so that you are allowing that vibration to rest in your body, so that you're still able to access this um, big scale, big picture perspective that the highest self has. And whenever I'm feeling lost, whenever I'm feeling confused, whenever I feel like I'm stuck in my emotions and my thoughts, I will often go into meditation and just dialogue with the highest self, have a conversation with the universe and understand through that dialogue what is being communicated to me 
through these shadow parts that are rising to the surface. It really helps you access another perspective and helps you to tap back into the energy of your vision. And even if you can't feel it in the moment, even if you're still like deep in the spiral and you're experiencing all this doubt and fear, by giving yourself just a little bit of space each day to inhabit this higher self energy, you are building up that energy in your own body, in your own system. And that will have a cumulative effect over time. We're not always meant to go through this transition in between space really quickly. And our ego mind will want us to go through it really quickly. Like we always want to get to the other side as soon as we can because we don't like being in this uncomfortable space. But the important thing is just that you have the practice, even if it's five minutes, that is still helping you build that energetic container that is still helping you ground little by little. And when your body and your system is ready, you will transition into this new space. So connection, dialogue with the universe, with the divine is so important in just helping you build this new energetic container that you're walking into. And it'll help to reconnect you with your larger vision. And through the process, you're actually going to receive a lot of guidance from, you know, the highest self, from the divine. When you open up that portal, when you open up that channel, you'll be able to see things that your future self will be experiencing. You're going to be able to receive guidance. And it's so imperative for you to seek support here. Seek support from the universe, seek support from your guides, and remind yourself that you're not alone. This transition place can feel extremely isolating. I think that's one of the biggest pieces that I felt in the space was just this extreme sense of isolation because no one was going through the space with me, right? I was switching environments entirely, switching friends, communities, everything. And as a human being, we can feel very alone. And we forget that we have an entire celestial team that's behind us. We forget that we have the universe that's behind us. And so tapping into that space and asking for help, asking for guidance, and really dialoguing with guides and the universe will help you root in so much more, will help to contribute to the safety in your body. Because when we feel like we have support, when we feel like we are supported, our root chakra naturally relaxes and opens up to receive. In addition to connecting with your guides in the universe and nurturing yourself with Earth Mama energy, the other piece that I would add is that movement is important, breath work is important, anything that helps to move energy in your body. I think that this is important in any part of your regular practice, but especially when you're in this transition in between space, it's super important to just move energy and release what is unconsciously sitting in your energetic container. When there are a lot of difficult emotions coming up, you know, sadness, depression, anxiety, all of that, it can cause our ego mind to, you know, want to limit what we do. If we don't feel well, we'll think that our body is signaling to us, don't move, just stay here, um, just remain stagnant. But in reality, this is a place where we really need to push ourselves out of our comfort zone and just do some type of movement, some type of breath work, even if it's for five or 10 minutes. Um, and 
the more that you can just move energy, let the energy cycle out instead of remaining stagnant in your energetic space, um, the more you'll be able to receive the new energy that you want to receive in your business and life, the quicker it's going to actually shift for you. So this is important, you know, all the time, but specifically in transition and the in-between space, you want to be moving energy. Whenever energy becomes stagnant, that's where we become stagnant. Other than these internal things that I just talked about that are super, super helpful, beneficial, crucial for you to step into your next energetic container, what I also want to talk about is the action steps in your business and in your life. And whenever we're feeling, you know, doubt, whenever we're feeling fear, whenever those things are showing up, what can often happen is that we become immobilized in our business and in our life, and we just kind of contract and hide away. And this isn't necessarily bad or wrong. Everyone's going to have their own process. But what I really want to encourage you to do is to tap into the wisdom of the highest self and ask which action steps are going to be in alignment with your future self. Sometimes that's going to mean that you need to take a break you know, from like launching a certain program that you wanted to launch. And sometimes it's going to mean that you actually need to move forward with launching the program and just continue taking action steps. This isn't so much about saying this is right and this is wrong. This is more about saying it's just important for you to have that dialogue with the highest self. Yes, do the internal work, but then also ask, you know, what are the external action steps that's going to be an honoring of the future self that I'm walking into? And so for me personally, that meant taking a hiatus from my podcast because I was not in a space of creation mode. For me, that also meant delaying the launch of my group program and not holding my group program when my ego wanted me to hold the group program. So um, that was just what felt in alignment with me and what was in deepest honoring of future clients that were coming into that container. For you, it might be completely different, right? But whenever we're in this in-between transition space, it doesn't mean that we can't take any action. And it doesn't mean that we should take all of the action our ego mind thinks that we should take. So it's a very individual process. And um, it is really important to tune into what's in alignment for me here, what's really going to honor me and what's going to honor my clients and any future clients that I take on in my business during this time. So it is an individual process. And what I also want to stress is that, you know, this doesn't mean you don't take any action in your business. It just means that maybe the type of action that you take is going to change. So for me, I held off on, you know, officially launching this program. Um, I held off on creating the podcast episodes. But what I did do is I showed up on Instagram, I posted from this very vulnerable, raw space within myself. I showed up on stories on Instagram, and that's what felt in alignment for me. And, you know, I was providing value there and, you know, sharing bits of myself, which helped to connect with my audience. Um, it's just the type of action changed and shifted, right? So just tune into that subtle energy difference within yourself. If you tend to be someone who pushes through to discomfort and copes with that by working a lot, then that might be, you know, a place for you to look at. Like, is this 
type of work really in alignment with where I am. If you're someone who tends to retract and avoid their work and completely hides from their audience, then it might be a space for you to ask yourself, how can I show up vulnerably and authentically with my audience in this space and still show up in my business, but show up in a way that's in alignment with where I am right now. So those are really important things for you to consider. Another important part of this process is to really consider the kind of support that you are going to need to usher in this new energetic container. So for instance, for me, I know that I am very good at being in the flow state. It's what I teach my clients essentially is how to be in feminine leadership, how to listen to their intuitive voice, how to trust, how to surrender more, right? And one of the things that I know I struggle with or that I unconsciously pull away from is more structure in my business. And I know that that is what's required for me to really anchor in this new energy and the 3D realm, right, in my reality. And so what I did was I actually hired someone to help support me to create this kind of container because I know I need accountability in this space just because my default is always so much of this flow state that I really need the accountability to help me anchor in this new energy into my 3D realm, right? Into the everyday reality that I live in. So that is why I hired support for that because I know I need that accountability. And so for you, ask yourself, like, what's my default? What do I always default to? What's really comfortable for me? And what kind of support do I need in order to really anchor in the other side of this energy, right? Whether it's like this feminine or this masculine energy, Um, Usually we're more comfortable in one than the other. So really asking for support in order to anchor the other half of that um, is going to be really crucial. So just asking yourself the question, what kind of container of support do I need in order to anchor in this energy? And that can be mentors, that can be coaches, that can be therapists, that can be different internal practices that you do. That can be the action steps that you take, right? That all creates the container. Um, What kind of environment do I need? All of these pieces really factor into creating this container of energy. So it's really asking yourself what action step, what kind of container would the future self create for herself to usher in this new reality? So a lot of this process is you taking action, hiring mentors, creating the energetic container that you know the future self is already living in, right? Because that's what truly helps to anchor in the new energy is you living in the reality now that the future self has in the future. What often prevents people from actually doing this and actually making decisions that are in alignment with this is the doubt and the fear that arises in the space. So When you're in this transition, in this in-between, you are still being asked to make decisions from this future space container. However, the doubt and the fear can really start to erode away at your belief that this future version of you is actually possible, right? And so when you get pulled in to the doubt, when you get pulled into the fear, for a lot of people actually make them shrink away and then stop taking aligned action altogether. And this doesn't help to move you forward, right? This just helps to kind of 
keep you in the same past self space that you've been in. And so I almost want you to like see this as a little bit of a tug of war, right? The past self is wanting to pull you back into safety. The ego is wanting to pull you back into safety. So it's asking you to shrink away. It's asking you to make choices and decisions from the space of that past self. While at the same time, the future self, the highest self is actually pulling you towards this new version of you, this more truer version of you. And you are in the space, you are really in the seat of power here to make choices that support your future vision or choices that reinforce that past self that keeps you in safety. And so what's being asked in your leadership is for you to look at the big picture, to tap into that highest self energy and to make decisions from that highest self energy, even if you feel scared, even if you're doubting. Know and trust and really believe that that doubt, that fear is going to resolve itself when the time is right, when your body catches up, when you take so many action steps that actually end up landing you in the energetic space of the future self. This requires an even deeper level of trust and surrender than you've been asked to have in previous energetic containers. So know that as you are rising in your energetic container, as you're rising in your leadership and business, you are going to have to trust at a deeper level. You're going to have to surrender even more than you ever thought you would have to surrender. So some of the same themes are going to come back around, right? The doubt and the fear and also the trust and surrender, but it's going to be at a different place in the spiral. So there's just more surrender. There's more trust. And whatever level of trust and surrender you're being asked to step into is the level of trust and surrender that's required for this new energetic container, for this new leadership container you are walking into. So it's actually helping you learn how to lead in this space. It's helping you to understand the level of trust and surrender that's required in this income level of your business or you know, in this leadership level of your business. So know that you're going to have to trust no, know that you're going to have to surrender more, let go more than you ever thought you had to before. And that is so normal. That is so normal. And, you know, one of the things that really shows up with the ego is there's this real desire to control everything, to control what's coming to you, what you're receiving, right, to control the environment. And that is going to rise up more than ever before, because when you're being asked to trust and when you're being asked to surrender at a different level, the ego usually rebels and then wants to tighten around everything, whether it's your finances, whether it's your relationships, whether it's what you do, what decisions you make, there's going to be a natural tightening on the other end in response to this desire to expand. This is about learning how to dance with the unknown, learning to dance with the in-between and to trust the unknown, to trust that the net will appear on the other end, right? And so the more that you can actually um, gain insight into what control paradigms are operating in your energetic field, how you're trying to contract and control 
the more that you can then make a conscious choice to actually release and expand and let go and throw yourself into the unknown. And yes, this is a scary process. Yes, there are no guarantees and you don't know what the journey is going to look like. But what you can trust, what is always trustable, is your own intuition, your own felt sense that guided you into this moment, right? You couldn't have made the hard choices that you made up until this point. You couldn't have let go of the identities that you let go of unless at one point you believed at a core level that the guidance you were receiving was truth. And if at one point you knew that this was truth, then trust that it continues to be your truth. Trust that that is still here for you and that you just need to hold on and continue trusting and continue surrendering, continue letting go of the control paradigms so that you can land into this other level of your expansion. It is there for you. Your intuition is never wrong. And even when your ego mind thinks that your intuition is wrong, what you needed to learn from the space is going to be learned by you following your intuition. It's not always going to look like the way that your ego mind thinks it's going to look like, but it is going to be the medicine that you need in order to step into your next level. The journey of holding these parts of shadow in your up-leveling process teach you how to hold and embody the light that is awaiting you in this next leadership space right? That's what this is teaching you. This is part of the journey. You don't just land there because you checked off A, B, and C. You land there because you had the experience that taught you how to hold it in your body. So that is truly what is at the core of this transition and in-between space. It's teaching you how to hold the light in your body by giving you the lessons and experiences of the shadow. And nothing is being repeated here. You're not backtracking. You're not, you know, going back to your past stories that have already been resolved. You're simply just ascending in the spiral and witnessing the next version of that shadow story that's required for you to alchemize it into the light. This is an alchemical energetic process that is happening within you and you get to be in the seat of power as it relates to this process. But you have to do the work of tapping in to that highest self-wisdom. You have to do the work of learning how to be your own internal alchemist. And everything that you have been desiring, everything that you've been building, is waiting for you on the other side of this shadow part. And that is what I had for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm so happy to be back in this space with you. And if you found this information valuable, if you can think of anyone who would benefit from this episode, please do send it along. And I would so appreciate if you can take a few moments to write us a written review on iTunes. It helps us so much in terms of visibility and others finding this podcast. In addition... If this episode really resonated for you and you are finding yourself in this transitional space where you're walking from one leadership container into the next and you know that being 
in an individual mentorship is really going to support this next level of evolution for you, then I really encourage you to reach out to me. I am currently calling in three women into my individual mentorship experience, and it's a six month long mentorship experience. And it's going to give you everything that you need to really become the inner alchemist in your leadership and in your business. Every session, everything that we do in this mentorship is an energetic experience that really helps to anchor in the future self, in your body, in your internal world, so that it starts to really manifest in your external reality. This is really powerful work. It'll transform the way that you see yourself, the capacity at which you are able to create what is around you, and you will never be the same. So I highly suggest you reach out to me if this is something that's pulling you in. Um, You can contact me by either clicking on the link in the notes section, or if you follow me on Instagram already, you can feel free to reach out to me through direct message on there. And I am happy to talk to you more about the mentorship, what it really looks like, and how it can serve you in your next level of evolution. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I will see you next time.